On God Said, Man Said, there is a very unusual feature titled The Greatest Mystery of All Time. Romans 16.25 reads, The mystery which was kept secret since the world began. This is a mystery in which all must participate if eternal life is to be gained. The mystery is God's plan of reconciliation, His plan of salvation, which is accomplished in Christ Jesus. For an individual, the fulfillment of the mystery begins at a place called born again. John chapter 3 verses 1 through 7. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. At this place called born again, a repentant individual has all of his sin and associated shame washed from his record, as though he had never sinned. At this place called born again, an individual's old, sinful man is buried with Christ in water baptism, and the new born-again person arises from the watery grave to serve the Lord in newness of life. At this place called born again, One receives a new father, a new name, a new purpose, a new promise of eternal life, and the power to accomplish all of the above. Have you been born again? Have you begun to participate in the greatest mystery of all? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Psalms 33, verses 6 through 9, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the seas together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood still. God said, Proverbs chapter 18, 20, and 21, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said, Hebrews thirteen fourteen and 15, For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. God said, Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. God said, Hosea fourteen two. Take with you words. And turn to the Lord, say unto him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. Man said the mind of man has continually evolved over time, being finally freed from the God crutch. We have been liberated from the bondage of superficial God supports. We are our own God. Now the record. On God Said, Man Said, a plethora of features deal with the all-encompassing subject of words. 
If God spoke the universe into existence out of that which is invisible with words, and he did, then there should be uh, empirical evidence everywhere that it is the case, and there is. The skeptics mock the word of God to their own hurt. The absolute truth and literalness of the scriptures is breathtaking. In several features on this site, I tell the story of a conversation I had with a gentleman many years ago. I was speaking with him about Jesus Christ. His response to me was that what I had to say to him were just words, as though words were inconsequential. I said to the man, what if I could prove that everything is made out of words and that words are not inconsequential, but in fact everything? He said, try it. I related the following example. Back in the late 1800s, on a hot summer day, a farmer was riding down the road in his old horse-drawn buckboard, taking all day to do what we can now accomplish in a fraction of the time. He thought to himself, Boy, I wish I had a horseless carriage. Silent words in his head. He was excited about the idea, and when he got home, he took a tablet and wrote out his plan to create the horseless carriage, written words. At this point, I asked the skeptic what we had so far. He rightly answered, words. Now, the far- farmer went out into the countryside, gathered the raw materials, iron ore, etc., that God had spoken into existence with his words out of that which is invisible, smelted it down into steel, and drove away in his horseless carriage. Everything that you see and touch, including your own body, is made out of words. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word... And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Words are everything. The power of words is unduplicated. If memory serves me correctly, it was Napoleon who said he feared two newspapers more than a 100,000 bayonets. The politician said he didn't want to begin an argument with someone who bought ink by the barrel. The old axiom states, the pen is mightier than the sword. The following excerpts are from the late Richard Warmbrand's book, Proofs of God's Existence. Chinese philosopher Confucius was asked how he would begin if he had to rule a country. He said, I would improve the use of the language. His audience was astonished. This has nothing to do with our question, Confucius explained. If the language is not right, what is said does not correspond with what is meant. If what is said does not correspond with what is meant, Works are not done properly. If works are not done properly, morals and art do not prosper. If morals and art do not prosper, there is no justice. If there is no justice, the nation does not know where to set hand and foot. Therefore, uh, arbitrariness in words should not be tolerated. This is that upon which everything depends. End of quote. Just words. Scientists were shocked when they discovered that our DNA functions with a four-letter alphabet and that information in your DNA would fill 1,000 volumes of books, 500 pages each. The information is arranged in sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes. What's equally amazing is that RNA, which was once thought to be useless and proof of evolution amongst other things, houses the most sophisticated proofreading and editing system the world has ever known. Now imagine that the DNA of every human on earth could fit into one aspirin tablet, and it's just words. God is light, and light is laden with information. Words. The amazing paragraphs that follow are taken from the God Said, Man Said feature, Language of Light. God's word refers continually to an inner light that grows on a daily basis as we put on the mind of Christ, who is the true light. 
Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18 reads, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. God speaks of an internal light, one that can fill the body, a light that generates health and life. The skeptics mock such concepts and lift them up as examples of the ineptness of the Bible. Could Jesus be speaking accurately? In Luke eleven thirty four through 36 the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. The principle of a single eye is an eye fixed upon Jesus Christ and him alone. When this is accomplished, the Bible says the whole body will be filled with light. Science now has its own understanding of this truth. Without light, no life could exist. Light is the life source spiritually and physically. It travels at approximately 186,000 miles per second, delivering its goods to the earth. It brings life's energy, which all living creatures, including all plant life, tap into through a process known as photosynthesis. This process affects every single cell in the human body. The number of these cells is estimated to between, excuse me, uh, to be between 65 and 100 trillion. When photosynthesis ends, death is the result. The following excerpt is from an interview conducted by the investigative reporter uh, Pam Kelps, published in April 2005 by the health publication Crusader. She was interviewing uh, Jerry Bernetti, who is the managing director of Agrodynamics. The question to, uh, to Bernetti, excuse me, to Bernetti was, can you explain how the immune system works? Brunetti said, well, you have to have raw materials to feed the immune system, and you have to have components that modulate the immune system. Apparently, what's going on is that there is a communication breakdown among the cells. Cells communicate in the electromagnetic realm, or rather, they emit photons, which are light particles. Environmental toxins can block the frequencies that the cells communicate with. In other words, light is being emitted at a particular wavelength. Other cells are able to take that light as language and know how to do uh, what they need to do. It's called photon repair. Scientists know it exists. They don't understand how it works, but they know that's what's happened. That's what happens, excuse me, at the DNA level. End of quote. A photon is radiant energy, a unit of light intensity. 65 to 100 trillion cells in your body communicate by emitting light truly and, 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 excuse me, an internal lifelike. Dr. Fritz Albert Popp, a physicist from Munich, Germany, specializes in the study of biophotons, which are made up of electromagnetic waves. His laboratory is the largest of its kind in the world. The author, Sanford Frunkmer, in his book, Test and Grow Healthy, comments concerning Popp's studies. Photons are packages of energy, and bio means life. So biophotons are packages of the energy that carry the information of life. Biophotons are made up of electromagnetic waves with a frequency range of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz. 
and uh, they carry the information of life. All living things absorb photons of these frequencies. All living things also produce photons of this frequency. And when one cell of a living organism communicates with other cells, it does so by sending photons of this bioelectromagnetic frequency. Pop further found that when any living organism died, the biophotons carrying bioelectromagnetic energy of 10 to the 14th power to 10 to the 16th power hertz immediately and completely left the body. When that energy was gone, life ceased. He also found that photons were coherent radiation. This means that they radiated laser beams. They could thus work between all single systems of cells at the highest speed possible, the speed of light. What's more, they had a higher coherence or constituted a much more refined uh, technical system than the lasers we can produce with our advanced technology. While industrial lasers emit only limited wavelengths, the biological system emits an infinite number of wavelengths, end of quote. Just words. Those of you who are frequent visitors to God Said Man Said are familiar with the following excerpt from Dr. Don Corbett's book, deadly emotions. We can sum up in one word the basic communication link between what we think in the brain and what we experience in the cells of the body, neuropeptides. Now, before your eyes glaze over and you assume that I'm going to assault you with a lot of medical mumbo-jumbo, let me assure you that I'm going to describe the physical process of how emotions turn into disease in very simple terms. Those of you who are physicians or medical researchers may find this explanation oversimplified, but I ask for your patience. Dr. Candace Pert, a noted stress researcher, demonstrated that a certain class of our immune cells, the monocytes, have tiny molecules on their surface called neuroreceptors that are a perfect fit for neuropeptides. All of the monocytes have these receptor sites. The brain produces the neuropeptides, which are chains of amino acids, and conducts them along the nervous cells throughout the body. They are like the keys that fit into the molecular locks of every cell of the body. Dr. Pert has called them bits of brain floating through the body. The brain talks to the immune cells all over the body, and in turn, the immune system cells communicate back to the brain using these messengers called neuropeptides. If your brain interprets physical perceptions as anger, fear, or depression, every immune cell of your body knows that interpretation very quickly, end of quote. Everything is just words. And Proverbs 18, 20, and 21 reads, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The mouth and the words we speak bear very real, tangible, even touchable fruit. The book of James speaks about bridling the tongue. A bridle is used for the purpose of governing a horse. With the bridle, the horse can be used for many fruitful labors. By bridling the tongue with the word of God, it can be harnessed to pull the wagon of life and pull it more abundantly. Everything is made out of words, and the words we speak bear real fruit. There is a feature on God Said, Man Said titled Secrets and Demonstrations of Power Speaking. The following statements are from that feature, in which we demonstrate power speaking and bridling the tongue. Are you ready to speak yourself into heavenly places? Follow me out loud. As I read these uh, excerpts, uh, ready? Okay, let's go. Here we go. 
I have repented of my sins and surrendered my life to my Lord Jesus Christ. I am born again. I am a new creature. I am a child of God. My steps are ordered by the Lord. The angel of the Lord encamps about me to protect me. I am a king and a priest in Christ Jesus. All things work together for my good. I am able to go up and take the country. I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. God always causeth me to triumph in Christ. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. By the stripes of Jesus I am healed. I have power with God. I love everybody. Today is the best day of my life. Tomorrow will be better. Hallelujah. Everything is made out of words, and the power of death and life can be found functioning in the tongue. Let's harness it for our good. God said, Psalms 33, 6 through 9, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depths in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in all of him, for he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. God said, Proverbs eighteen twenty and 21, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said, Hebrews thirteen fourteen fifteen. 15, For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. God said, Isaiah fifty-seven nineteen. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. God said, Hosea chapter 14, verse 2, Take with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity, and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. Man said, The mind of man has continually evolved over time, being finally freed from the God crutch. We have been liberated from the bondage of superficial God supports. We are our own God. Now you have the record.